Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. My name is Jeanette Abney, and I want to thank you for joining me here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. I want to first thank my Heavenly Father for blessing me and waking me up this morning. I also want to thank my loyal listeners for joining me here as we are, as I have been doing the show. I'm trying to log on to Facebook Live all at the same time because I've got a million and, and one things going on, so I'm logging on to Facebook Live now. So, like I said, I want to thank you for joining me, and excuse my delay. I'll be trying to be prompt, but it seems like me and time, we really just don't get along. So, again, I want to get started with the show. Now, today's topic is entitled The Importance of Diversity. Now, we talk about diversity, whether you realize it or not, things are happening, things are changing, and one of my questions is, why do individuals fear diversity? Are they afraid for individuals that don't look like them? Are they afraid they're going to lose something? Is it, you know, we, we've heard about all of the little myths and the stereotypes. And the problem is diversity comes in many different forms. It could be related to gender, race, religion, sexual orientation, social economics, background, and that's just to name a few. All of these contribute to an individual's unique experiences as it relates to the world. Now, diversity is something that many individuals fear, and that was the way I kind of started to show off in regards to what are you afraid of. Now, the problem is it can also lead to hate, racism, as well as helping others in a positive way. Now, diversity is important as it helps us to survive because we're not going to know everything. So sometimes working with a diverse population or going to school and, you know, it, there are some benefits. So we're going to talk about the importance of diversity. So if you want to call in on the show, give us a call at 516 387 one nine one four. I see you, cousin. So let me log on the first caller. Let me log on. Good afternoon. This is Jeanette Abney. Welcome to Precious Predicaments. How are you doing? Number ending in three seven. Okay, I logged you on, but you're not anything. How are you doing? So to hear your voice. You're doing good. Well, you know what? Thank you for calling in because I've been wanting to hear your input, and you called in on a show that's a really interesting topic. Now, I don't know if the Facebook listeners can hear you because I don't have my speakers hooked up, and I know that they're logging on to Facebook Live, but I want to talk about the importance of diversity. Now, what made you want to call in on this particular topic? First of all, every human needs empowerment mm-hmm. and love and support. Correct. And that's Correct. why I called. And okay. this is to empower everyone. Mm-hmm. You know and what? Your because show is are... amazing. 
<laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. You know, I do my best. I had an appointment today at, I thought it was at 9 o'clock. I got up. My hair was half wet. I was looking at a hot, <laughs> hot mess. I'm running out the yeah, door. Yeah, you get to still the made office. it. My appointment wasn't even until 10 o'clock. So then I'm thinking, okay, now i got to come home. i got to eat my food. i got to do Still haven't ate my food and drunk my coffee, but I'm going to do that in a minute. When we talk about diversity, we see that there is definitely and always have been a need. You know, I was listening to and watching some shows that they were talking about Hank Aaron, and they were talking about how they were mad at him when he broke Babe Ruth's record, and then they were saying that Babe Ruth was African-American descent, and he had to hide it, and a lot of individuals didn't want to accept it. And, you know, and it's like they needed diversity even on the baseball field. So when we start talking about some of the areas in regards to politics, which we all know what just happened, and that young lady was awesome in regards to the poem that she wrote. So in politics, whether it's businesses, you know, we need a lot of business owners that is diverse because we want to see people that look like us, shop where we, where people where we can feel relate, that we can relate to individuals. Diversity in the workplace schools, in our community, in health care, and especially in mental health. Because, you know, Caller, a lot of individuals have been losing loved ones, they're grieving, they're dealing with depression, anxiety, you know, raising their children. And when you come from a diverse background, it can help you to be able to relate to other individuals. And also in our judicial system. You know, I was, and I don't know how true it is, Caller, but I was listening to something, and they were talking about that all of the individuals, well, several that were out there um, that stormed the Capitol, that they were talking about dropping the charges because they don't want to flood the criminal justice system. But yet, when they did Black Lives Matter, some of them people, they they went to jail. They didn't care about the criminal justice system then. So we need individuals that's going to do the right thing. And one of the things with diversity is it reduces discrimination and racism, and it helps towards building a a more balanced world. And two things I want to say as it relates to diversity and why it's important and why we need it. First of all, we have to learn to accept individuals for their uniqueness, their beauty, and we also need to learn to respect individuals. For some reason, caller, people, are taught, and they fear what they don't know. And we need to stop that. We really do. Now, what would you like to call this to know? Let's let's pick one of the things. Let's even, I mean, I'll let you pick one. Politics, business, community, school, health care, mental health, judicial system. Where do you see that we are struggling in some of these areas as far as diversity? Because we're seeing a change. We're seeing a shift. What would you like to see more of? Uh, Ms. Abney, health care. Uh-huh. And what do you I've mean by health care? I've experienced just the worst health care system. It's impossible for me to, I mean, I have every note in the book here of uh-huh. failure, failure after failure, even to show up to take my dad to dialysis. Uh-huh. And I feel like if I lived in Newport Coast, 
he would not have skipped dialysis mm-hmm. due to a notion of medical transportation, which is, you know, logged. We have mm-hmm. reference numbers. And speaking to management, they haven't even called me back wow. after they were in the mm-hmm. But like I said, I, I just live in a little town in Orange County, but I'm pretty sure, you know, like, I think the way that it goes is the more noise you make, Mm-hmm. The more you get. Correct. And so and you know, I believe mm-hmm. that. And one of the things okay. I want to say, caller, is we talk about diversity. I grew up in Compton, California. And, you know, I remember telling a lawyer a long time ago that I had never been discriminated against. That man looked at me and said, why do you think you live in Compton? You have been discriminated against. There's a such thing as systemic racism. See, a lot of times we are not privy to a lot of information, and they don't want people to know certain things or expose them to certain things. And it's like, who gives someone the authority to make that decision? I was listening to, I was watching the news last night, and I'm very well-rounded. And I was listening to Fox News. Do you know that there are still misinformation stuff getting put out there? And it's sad because with diversity comes division. With with the lack of diversity comes, like you said, people feel hopeless. They feel helpless. They feel powerless. But one of the things is we don't want to abuse individuals. Now, I'm not saying that just because a person looks like you, that they go understand you, because I found that not to be true also. But by that same token, at least we have more of a choice. Like I said, it helps you to build more of a balance. Now, I wrote down some things as I was taking notes for this show, and it went to why we need diversity. And one of them is I've heard a lot of people say having people that look like you. Even as an African-American therapist, do you know that some individuals only call me because I'm African-American? Or they'll say that um, they only um, want to talk to me because of my uh, religious preference or whatever the case may be. All of that leads them has a lot to do with diversity, whether people realize it a lot. They want someone to look like them. They want someone to understand them. They want someone to be able to have compassion for them. But we can have that if we just listen to one another and we can learn something. Now, another thing with being with diversity is we need to be more open-minded. Carla, what do you think about being or becoming more open-minded? How do you even become open-minded? I think it, I think it actually begins with the heart. Mm-hmm. What do you mean by the heart? Because some individuals just shouldn't have certain jobs, perhaps, because maybe their personality may not jive with it. I tell individuals, I never said I want to be a therapist. I want to be an attorney and then a judge. But then I don't like politics, so I don't know how that was going to work for me because I didn't know nothing about being an attorney. I just knew that I did not like the way the criminal justice system was 
um, the things that they were doing, and I wanted to make a difference. So I started studying law. I started studying law enforcement. It wouldn't let me be a cop, which I don't think that would have worked anyway. But it's okay because I still get to have some individuals in law enforcement. I get to do therapy with them. So Ms. you Abby, still have a heart. What um, do you mean by uh, that, have a heart? Uh, well, a lot of people just work for a paycheck without mm-hmm. any realization how every word counts how every mm-hmm. word affects and has empowerment. And on the reverse side, they also have consequences. Consequences. Mm-hmm. And I I feel like that is just what's going on. People are just there for a paycheck. And mm-hmm. they don't care about humans. Correct. Correct. You know what? And there's some truth to that. There's some truth to that. And when we start talking about being more open-minded, having compassion for individuals, people are really stressed out. A lot of individuals are stressed out. A lot of individuals are dealing with a lot of things. It can be personal. It can be psychological. There's a lot going on in our world. But when we start talking about diversity, like I said, it has to be more diverse. And one of the things I guess I was talking about is how to support diversity, being more open-minded, interacting with individuals outside of your culture. That, you know, some individuals learn or they enjoy traveling. And i got to admit, I lost my passport, but I didn't lose my passport until it expired. I had it for 10 years. I used to tell my daughter, I don't want to go nowhere where I cannot read the menu because I don't want to be hungry nowhere. So, (laughs) (laughs) you know, so I'm sitting up here talking about the importance of diversity, but I'm thinking, I don't know if I want to just eat any kind of food, some kind of food. I can eat it if you just don't tell me what's in it, you know. So I used to tease my daughter about that. She'd be like, Mom, let's go traveling. Mom, let's, mm-mm, mm-mm. But it is important to be able to be able to learn and interact with individuals outside of your culture. Another benefit or ways we can support diversity is let go of judgment. Do you know a lot of times individuals were told things that, about people that just was so not true, just so not true? There's a young man on my Facebook page, and this man is in a convalescent hospital. And this man be saying, like, he just get treated so bad. And some of the things he be saying, I'd be like, mm, okay, you playing a role in this too. But we have to let go of judgment. Figure it out, find out for yourself. And just because you had one bad experience with a race or a culture doesn't mean that everybody is like that. What do you think about that, caller? Because one of the things is people's judgment of individuals. That's a problem. Any comments in regard to that? Okay, I don't know where my caller went. Another thing is, besides letting go of judgment, is don't force your views on people. Just because that's your view, that's your view. That is your perspective. But when you force it onto someone else, it can be a turnoff. So part of ways of supporting diversity, again, don't force your views on people. And, like I said, travel the world. Carla, I hope you come back on because I can't hear you. But I want to 
Go oh, back. Sorry, I'm, to... I'm, I'm, I'm on here right now. I'm so sorry I was on mute. <laughs> oh, no problem. I want to ask you something in regards to the inauguration, because you were yeah. texting me about that. I, I did what you texted me. I, I mean, I just was on mute. Okay, no problem. Jennifer Lopez song, This Land Is Your Land. When you hear that song, what comes to your mind? This land is your land, this land is my land. What comes to your mind? Um, honestly, the most important thing that has happened in the last four years is Miss Gorman speaking the poetry. And uh-huh. that meant everything to me. Uh-huh. That pulled my heartstring. And it, I feel like a warm blanket. Mhm. And wow. I'm her big, I'm I'm now her biggest fan because she said everything correct. And that correct. 22-year-old woman speaking as she spoke empowered me. Mhm. To uh-huh. delete all did of the negativity. Hear, did you hear some of the things of the you know, we think of diversity, I think of adversity. I think of our adversaries. I think of people that have tried to hold individuals back because they didn't understand, they didn't feel like they were good enough, they didn't feel like they were smart enough, they didn't feel like they were pretty enough. And so when you start taking different people and you put them all together, it's beautiful. It is beautiful. You know, I remember going up, going. I mean, and I don't want to take anything away from her poem because her poem was great, and she is. I believe she was from L.A. also, and she yeah, went she to Howard. And um, I heard, and I was reading some things about her, where people thought that you know she wasn't going to be great in school, all these things. So see, sometimes if you give a person a chance, if you help an individual, you listen to an individual, you can learn a lot. You really can't. And Ms. that's Abby, um, I believe I believe that she um, she overcame a speech impediment.
you know, originally thought? What, what did it mean to be just diverse? Say, being a Californian, you have every tool available, mm-hmm. every single tool. You have education available. I'm stopped at the healthcare. Uh-huh. But um, okay. Yeah, health healthcare is ruined. Um, it has just failed. But like you said, this is an experiment. Mhm. But when you say that healthcare has failed, what can we do differently? You know, and and I want to say this. I remember. Um, younger, being younger, and hearing about Ben Ben Carson. And, you know, and a lot of African-Americans looked up to Ben Carson because he was African-American, because of the work that he did, because he was so brilliant. But when he went into politics, we were like, you know, we were happy he was running for president. But then when things turned out the way it did, we were like, really? Really? (laughs) I'm not going to talk bad about the man, but I'm just going to say... Really? <laughs> Capital, really? <laughs> really? This is what you're going to do with your, Really? You know? And it was just sad because it gave us and it showed us diversity. But, uh, again, like, um, um, you went to the White House to, to do this. Really? What do you know about housing and development? What do you know so- and then what are you willing to learn? Because I don't even think that there was a lot of different changes made in um, housing and development. And Correct. one of the things... Abney, I just have mm-hmm. to say one thing, is that what happened at the Capitol, at the People's House, was mm-hmm. disgusting. It hurt me emotionally. Mm-hmm. Many of my colleagues at work people calling like are you okay I'm like are you Uh okay I had to question them like are you okay Uh and that will never happen again well and you know what and it's happening now over there in Russia I believe I saw something on the news where they was over there acting out I'm like oh oh, so now people just think they can just do whatever they want to do you know that is just so disrespectful and individuals, they may feel that they're fighting for their rights or whatever they're fighting for, or, you know, but we have to learn to be more civil, and we have to go about things differently. You know, it's my viewpoint on that, because that was just totally, totally uncalled for. And, do, you know, when we talk about diversity, do we see a lot of diversity with that? Individuals wasn't going to just be going up there acting no crazy over some stuff, you know, because of something that somebody else said. But there were some people that really believed that they were fighting for their rights and fighting for this. And I also was listening and watching television. They were talking about how someone even after that had the nerve to take a gun into the Capitol. Really? You know, this is just not how we're going to solve things. But when we start talking about diversity and being diverse, and I want to say, too, that I am trained as a diversity um, leader, So I went through a program to learn how to go about working with individuals in the corporate world or working with individuals at job um, placements and employment to educate individuals as it relates to diversity because a lot of times individuals have no idea 
They want everything to be like one particular way, but that doesn't mean it's the right way. Diverse is like looking at a box of crayons is how I look at it. And we started off with eight. And then it, I remember there being 16. Then I remember there being 32. And I remember buying crayons for my kids, and it was like a 500 crayons. It's like, really? So things changed. It changed. It changed its color. And that's what's happening in our world today. The color is changing. And it's changing in a lot of different ways. People are having, um, you know, biracial children. Children, people are getting education. They're going into jobs and careers that was pretty much um, they were told that they couldn't do. And then we're learning that it takes more than just one person to do something. Now, I'm going to share some information with you, and it talks about five reasons why diversity is important in the 21st century. And this was written by a person by the name of Tony O'Boyle. And one of the things that they talk about is diversity comes in many forms. We talked about gender, race, religion, sexual orientation, age, which is interesting because I tell people my best friend is 80-something years old. I love talking to Ms. Parks. Sometimes I talk to Ms. Parks, then I'm talking to Rosa Parks because she instills wisdom. You know, and when we talk about age, sometimes people say you're too old, you're too young, you, you know, our culture, our economic backgrounds. And these all can contribute to unique experiences in the world. Because you know what, call it, we all got something to bring to the table. We really do. Now, but if the table don't look like everybody in the world, that's a problem. Because individuals are making decisions about things that they know nothing about. And then the question is, are you willing to go do the footwork? Are you willing to talk to people? Are you willing to listen to what individuals have to say? So sometimes we have to take a step back and examine the presence of diversity in our own life. How diverse was your school or neighborhood? So, Carla, I'm going to ask you, when you was growing up, how diverse was your school, your neighborhood? <laughs> Hold on, I have to laugh because <laughs> that's where it starts. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I'm not going to say the name of the school. It's a Christian school. I was the only brown person mm-hmm. at that school. I was uh, pretty much mistreated half the time. Mm-hmm. So wow. we're talking about Orange County, California. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and my, but my parents, they worked, they worked so hard to pay for that education. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of money for them, but that's where my mom wanted me to go. And so as a journey with my life, you know, being a, a brown person that looks very white, like People don't even look at my last name, and the and they tell me, you know, different kind of things like, God, there's a white person working here. And wow. I'm like my jaw just drops every time, and I hear it over and over and over. But let me tell you, this experiment of California works. Mm-hmm. We all 
have consequences when you mm-hmm. don't do the right thing. Oh, you're right. You're right. And you, you know what? I want to say this, caller. When you said that people think that, a lot of times when people see my last name, Abney, they think I'm, they, they, they don't know I'm black. And I've had individuals that because I'm African-American, some individuals will want to do therapy with me, and they'll let me know only because you're black. And then some individuals will also make it so we don't want to have therapy with you because you are black. So, and then to me, it's their ignorance because they don't realize talking to me, I'm very well-rounded in so many areas. You can learn a lot, and I don't mind sharing to where some individuals have their own, you can tell I'm eating, huh? They have their own stereotypic views to diversity starts when you're young. When Miss I said Abby, what I said. What? We're always snacking. <laughs> I was so hungry. I couldn't even wait. I mean, got me a pork chop with eggs and cheese on it with some wheat. Oh, my God, this food. I, when, I, when I drove so up, I'm the gonna, woman said, tell every, every, everyone on your show, um, everyone. I mean, I love you like no other. Like, you are the most amazing therapist. You're here. You're there. You're all over the place. You have a lot going on. But you handle your business. Thank you. I do my best. I do my best. I'm not perfect. I do my best. Because if, if you saw my computer room, you'd be like, ooh, Jeanette. <laughs> Nobody's perfect. If you saw how I was looking like less than an hour ago, you'd be like, ooh. <laughs> and you know what's so funny is, after I get finished with this show, I got to see clients. And then I got to go on with a lady who has a production studio in Georgia um, we're going to be filming something about mental health. So my daughter is not here to do my hair and makeup, so I got to do it myself because it's going to be live on television in March. Then I got to go back to seeing clients. So I am constantly running around like a chick with my head cut off. But the thing is, I enjoy doing what I do because I have the ability to work with individuals from all walks of life, and I'm able to fit in because I learn from individuals. It's not about me. You know, I'm willing to help them. I tell individuals, in order to correct any behavior, you have to know how to connect. And that's where diversity becomes very important is because what you don't know, you ask. Are you listen? You don't just assume. You don't just prejudge individuals. So that's something, even though in my own growing up in my life, Growing up in Compton, yeah, it's a lot of people don't realize it's racism and biases within people's own culture, you know, and that's sad, but it's there. So when we started talking about um, in regards to how diverse was your school, your neighborhood, your place of work, your group of friends, diversity is something we should strive for in all aspects of our lives, you know, and here's the reasons why. Number one productivity. Bringing together people of various backgrounds with different life experiences can generate ideas or perspectives that others may not have even considered or be aware of. 
You know, I enjoy, you know, I, I'll never forget, you talking about Orange County. Lord, when I opened up a business there, called it, they tried to put me out of business so many times, it was ridiculous. Now, they have the utmost respect for me, and they have to accept the fact that I wasn't going nowhere. Because when they tried to come that. at me financially, I'm not a money person. But I did tell them, if you get to the point where I can't eat, oh, we're going to have some problems because I come knocking on your door asking you what's for dinner. So they couldn't deal with my personality. And part of it was because I learned that sometimes strong will can be viewed as arrogance. It wasn't that. It was I fear no man. You cannot go just tell me what I can't do. And those that tried, now they got to deal with me on a whole nother level. And that's the beauty of it. And not only that, caller, I have the ability to try to help other people become successful and to try to get to where I am in life. And I don't have a problem with that. You know, even in the field of being a therapist, I have interns. I have, you know, contracts with with different colleges where, you know, they'll send students to me for me to help them in this field. And part of that, like you were talking about with health care, we do need more diversity in health care. We really do especially when it comes to mental health and when it comes to even physical therapy. We want to be able to trust that someone is not taking advantage of us. So, again, it goes back to the different perspective because everyone has their own way of viewing a problem shaped by individual experiences that they've had. And when tackling an issue, wouldn't it be better to have multiple interpretations and approaches rather than, Someone just saying, well, this is what we're going to do and not even know how it's going to work and don't even care if it works. So that's right. one thing. So different, I mean, I'm talking with productivity. People can become very productive. Another thing is becoming a world citizen. If you experience diversity in your everyday life, you will have regular exposure to people, culture, traditions, and practices that are unlike your own. You can learn something. I remember um, before I started going to Higher Dominion Worship Center, years ago I, I forgot about it, but they would have cultural fairs and food, and they would, you know, uh, one time I remember, never forget, I went to Carlsbad, and they rented a place, whatever, and they had each, I remember at a church, I guess like they got together, and they presented food from different cultures. See, those things, when people do stuff like that, you can learn. That was kind of like what Potlucks was about, to That's bring us some diversity in the lunchroom. So beautiful. you can teach people food, see where they are, you know, learn about their culture, their dress, their style. That is interesting. You know, um, I'll, I'll say this, caller, being a kid, Disneyland, when I was a kid, one of my favorite rides was It's a Small World. And the reason why, it was because you can go in, on that boat and you would learn about practically so many different cultures, the languages, the dress. I never forgot that as a child. I'm going to have you to know, like, stop there because uh, obviously you know Disneyland is now a Super Vaccination Center Farm, which is just down the road, is closed. You know, I'm from Orange County. Mm-hmm. So just seeing how this virus and this, the neglect that has happened from higher up, now it's fixed. I mean, I think mm-hmm. I, I 
believe that it will mm-hmm. be fixed, but to see people out of work that are trying to see their families that just mm-hmm. all they want to do is entertainment. Like we're we're Los Angeles. We're the capital of entertainment. Mm-hmm. And to see all these people out of work, it's really it's just really hurt but I do see going down to diversity. Mm-hmm. Adversity, California. I'm, mm-hmm. I mean, bravery. Like, how do we be brave going forward? Well, part of it with the bravery, and not just because it's taken into a, a different perspective than diversity, because diversity is about having a mixture. But a lot of individuals, with, I'm, going to, I'm going to answer your question, is people are losing hope. Individuals are being doubt, becoming doubtful. When they started talking about the vaccinations and, you know, people were like, we need a vaccine, we need a vaccine. And then we started seeing that people were passing out with the vaccine, people were still dying with the vaccine. Individuals are, you know, I had a person tell me the other day, well, I was told kids couldn't get COVID. Yes, they can. You know, I was sharing with someone, and I thank God because I have a compromised immune system, but telehealth. The telehealth platform was around before COVID. However, it's very beneficial because it's given us the opportunity to connect with individuals all over the state that you're in. Like, I have clients that may be contacting me from Sacramento or San Francisco they not go drive from San Francisco to Orange County to come to one of my locations, but through telehealth they have the ability to do so. But do you know that over, I would say at least 80-something percent, 80, 80% percent of my clients have either had COVID, have COVID, or have lost someone to COVID? And just think if, we didn't, if they didn't have the ability to still be able to do therapy or, or came into my office, I could have been sick or something by now. So, I mean, I think we need to do better. I believe that there needs to be more accurate information put out there. And if you don't know, just say you don't know. Don't lie. That's where I have a problem. It's pretty much wear a mask. Wear a mask. Stop attending large functionings. Educate yourself. People play Russian roulette with their life. You know, I was talking to a person. They were like, well, we, are, we for Thanksgiving, we go with our family anyway. Can't nobody tell us what to do? See, that is a problem. People don't want to be told what to do. Individuals want to blame it on the government. and But we got to use wisdom. We really got to use wisdom. I know of a friend that went to a Thanksgiving event with their family. Now, the wife had COVID, the husband had COVID, the two-and-a-half-year-old child had COVID, and the baby had COVID. I'm like, really, was it that serious? So people are not listening. I have a client, I had a client who was going to have a Thanksgiving super whatever. 36 people were invited. Thank God only six showed up. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And it was just, that's just like, you know, just a normal conversation with, you know, clients that we both have. Mm-hmm. And it was just, um, it was so, I, 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 I was like, almost my eye, like, winked a little bit, like, you're going to have 36 people over? Question mark? Mm-hmm. People are doing that. I'm going to take, I'm going to take the time out today because you just reminded me. Today is my granddaughter's birthday. So, happy birthday, Jasmine. And I like taking my grandkids to Dave and Buster's or whatever for their birthdays. But I saw on Facebook that the mother gave her other daughter a 15-year-old quinceanera party. Really? During the pandemic? Really? Now, Are you I feel mad at her because I saw her today. But why would you do that when you know that there's a pandemic and then one of her family members has COVID? Now, she didn't invite me, which is fine, but you should have at least given me the opportunity to say I don't want to go because of COVID. Then for me to see it. But when you're trying to tell a child, it's not like you're not going to have a birthday party right now. But the bottom line is, it's just not the time. It's not the time. So we need to do better when it comes to that. So let's get back to the topic in regards to what we're talking about. Another thing we talk about diversity and the reason why it's important is perspective. Hearing about another person's experience can shed light on life a little different from our own and provide a new perspective. You know, that's where we learn. That's where we you know, you, you mentioned something about Orange County. I remember, I'll never forget, I was, I don't know, I was still have an office in Huntington Beach. And I was doing a group, and I knew I had a lot of individuals in my group that were skinheads, that was, you know, very racist. I used to tell them I'm from the BBB, the big, black, and beautiful. But the one thing that I didn't realize was I changed a lot of their perspective. And a lot of those individuals still call me to this day, and it's been almost 16 years since I've been in Orange County. So their perspective changed because they only saw African Americans in one way, and that was the way that their parents told them African Americans were. They didn't know. They really didn't know. So you get a different perspective. When you compare your struggles, your priorities, your values, you can really begin to comprehend where an individual is coming from. Now, what did you want to say in regards to that? Can you add brown people as well to that? It's not just black or white. It's brown and Asian and everybody. Mm-hmm. Because when I'm actually scared. I'm actually scared to go to Main Street, Huntington Beach. Mm-hmm. What are you afraid of? There's so many skinheads over there, and they don't uh-huh. care. They just. But see, this is the thing, though, too. When we're talking about, and you're talking about black, brown, in regards to race, culture, but when you talk about sexual orientation, when you talk about social economic background, when you talk about religious beliefs, all of that plays a role. You know, where, but now people will say, okay, what set you from? But now they want to know. What is your religious preference? What if you Muslim? What if you yeah, right. Arabic? What if you, you know, Catholic? What if you... Walk, you... How big your Correct. feet are. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I, I can act straight as hell, but I will never 
lie about who I am. Mm-hmm. And you shouldn't have to. It goes back to what I said before. Acceptance, respect. We can disagree on some things, but if a person disagrees with you, doesn't mean it's if I disrespect you and beat you up and then burn torches and stuff in your really? You know, because we have an adult really right now, what you just said hold on. What you just said right now is just the forefront of why I can't go to Huntington Beach because okay, number one, I'm brown. Number two, gay. Number three, I just feel uncomfortable. And you know, mm-hmm. so those businesses are missing out on my dollars. So I'll send mm-hmm. them to treat me right. Yeah, that's true. That is so true. Another thing is the, when we talking about some of the benefits or the are the importance is a grand acceptance diminish diminishing discrimination. Promoting diversity is the first step not just towards tolerance, but true acceptance through growing contact contact with exposure to and communication between new individuals with unique ideas. And individuals may see that they have more in common than what they thought or may still be remarkably different, and that's okay too. Meaning I may not have to agree but it doesn't mean that I have to hate. It doesn't mean that I have to shun. It doesn't mean that I have to treat you any differently. And that's where individuals run into problems. And diversity is colorful. What if everyone who surrounds you was exactly like you and in every way? Where would the fun be in that? We need new ideas. We need new views. I tell individuals, and, and I mean, and I go on Facebook a lot, and I read some of the things that individuals say. I tell individuals, and I'm not trying to be mean, but I would not want to live in an all-black all community. I don't, because you're not going to learn anything. Now, I appreciate in Compton that we do know our neighbors. We do get to, but see, now our neighbors are becoming more diverse. But I remember when individuals, when Hispanics and Mexicans was moving to Compton, people were getting angry. For what? What reason? I tell individuals when I hear that now, of my four grandkids, three of them are Hispanic. They're biracial. So the thing is, if we don't, you don't want to be on the wrong side of history, shall I say. Because when individuals have these, these racist views and things of that nature, what you hate, what you don't like, your kids will go out there and bring it in your home. So we need to be mindful of that. We really, really do. Now, I want to share some other information, and it talks about why we need diversity and diversity in our lives at physical, financial, and emotional health. And this article is from Psychology Today. And it indicates that, you know, like I said, when we hear the word diversity, we think of race and maybe culture. Of course, we're speaking about diversity of ethnicity race, culture, are key aspects. But diversity is much broader than that because diversity cuts across all facets of our lives and it plays an important role as important to help us survive. Meaning, caller, if you're not diverse and if you walk into a store 
first of all, you should know what you want to buy when you walk into the store, or at least have an idea. But like you said about Huntington Beach, they're not going to get your dollars because you don't want to be mistreated or you don't want to be in fear of your life. And you and I want to put it out there, even when we talk about the importance of diversity. Um, someone said something earlier to me about transgender and how individuals get treated. And it's just sad. It is so sad because when you're looking at the death rate or people, individuals being killed and parents being concerned and, you know, we start talking about individual sexual orientation and sexuality and, you know, the bottom line is, again, you could disagree, but you don't have to disrespect, nor do you have to want to hurt or kill someone over what they feel, what they believe, and what they choose to do. Now, nature can teach us a lot about the value of diversity, too. So, Carter, I have a question for you. Nature. Why do you think nature can teach us about diversity or the values of diversity? I'm just throwing it out there. Um, I want to say nature, but I'm the level of love that someone can show to others should be the law. Mm-hmm. It should be. That's why we have discrimination laws. But they're not always implemented. But they're they're out there, and sometimes individuals yeah. say reverse discrimination. So I I question arrogance. Um, I question the level of where they came from. It, it doesn't matter if you came from you know a super rich county or a super deficit county. Mm-hmm. What I can say is that I love California. Mm-hmm been so powerful in just bringing forth diversity mm-hmm. and throwing away, throwing, throwing away people that just don't like it. And to be honest, that's why I don't spend my money at places mm-hmm. that do not enforce California law. Yeah. Let me let me say this because I wanna I think this is real interesting. When nature can teach us a lot about the value of diversity, nature includes a broad variety of plants and animal life. Such the variability among organisms builds strength and helps us to, to survive. For example, planting all the same trees in a park means that when one gets a disease, they all get the disease. Planting different varieties ensures that some will thrive and others may have to fight off the pest. Now, when you have a garden, you're not going to just plant all tomatoes. You're not going to just plant all. You're going to mix it up. That's diversity, too. So sometimes we consider the value of our biodiversity to ensure that we have food. I may not want to get too chummy, you know, or whatever the case may be, but that's one of the ways we start talking about nature. There's, even when you drive down the street, you see different trees. When you drive down the street, you see different colors of houses. That's diverse. It's not going to be all the same. If it is, you might walk into the wrong house, you know. So you don't want a whole, unless you're trying to do a, a what do you call it, an orchard, when you got a whole bunch of oranges, oranges. but you want to mix it up a little bit. 
Diversity can also lead to better health, meaning among plants and animals, and we start talking about with the different diseases and things of that, diversity works well for human health too. A well-balanced diet includes a variety of menus, which can lead to better physical um, also too. So everything is not going to always be the same. And, you know, workplace diversity is interesting. And when we talk about workplace diversity, some individuals, their job offers training. They, you know, we, we do trainings. Even as a therapist, caller, we have to take trainings on cultural diversity to have an understanding of how some cultures may view therapy in regards to mental health. How they may, you know, if they don't give you eye contact or, you know, they may look at a doctor as being one of prestige or, you know, a lot of times they don't know. They really don't know. So we do have to educate ourselves and not operate in fear. So I want to put it out there again. I haven't checked my Facebook to see if anybody called in or whatever the case may be, so I need to do that as I'm talking. And I'm going to let you share if you have some questions for me because, like I said, part of reducing racism and discrimination would actually, it would help in regards to individuals being more diverse. We can build a more balanced world, um, inviting more investments also financially. We can um, have a higher um, customer engagement, more creative ideas. So there are some benefits. There are definitely some benefits. But like I said, a lot of individuals are so afraid of change till it's ridiculous. Ms. So any, any questions, anything you want the callers to, to learn or to know? or Ms. How did you get to the point of being I'm diverse? I'm going to clap for you right now and you are the most amazing actually maybe one of the most amazing people I've ever talked to so I'm going to clap and it <laughs> might take you. 30 claps so- <laughs> you've helped me through so much and we've actually had a couple meals Mm-hmm. I won't talk about uh, Pepe's, but, you know. <laughs> I guess it... You know I love Pepe's. <laughs> I got to get the Pepe's. I got to get my bacon and egg breakfast burrito from Pepe's. <laughs> but you know what? And, and I want to say, and I, I learned a lot from you also. And, you know, even as a therapist. So I do appreciate you. I do respect what you say. I do listen And I also learn because, like I said, you can learn a lot when you listen. And that's why, like I said, even bringing this topic about, because sometimes I'll be trying to come up with different things to talk about, different things to say, and it just plays to my spirit the importance of diversity. Because individuals, even though the election is over, we're going to be living with this and dealing with this for four years, individuals are still afraid. They're still putting out misinformation. They're still trying to come up with these conspiracy theories. And it's like, really? And the one thing that I would love to applaud, you know, the president and his cabinet, he has a diverse cabinet. That is powerful. 
So we don't have a person of one race trying to make decisions without even knowing the struggles of the people. I can't go in Chinatown and tell individuals what to do in Chinatown, and I don't know nothing about their cultures, their beliefs, or their struggle. You need someone from that area sitting on the ta- at the table to give us some insight. But some people are afraid to do that. They're really mm-hmm. afraid for whatever the reason is. Miss Abney, I just want to say one other thing. You want to storm our capital, the people's place? Don't ever come near me. And Mm -hmm. that's not a threat. It's just I was so upset, and it just upset me so much. I had to sit myself down and just look at the situation and look around my table, and there's everybody. There's blacks, there's browns, there's rice, there's whatever. Bring the food to the table. Let's all celebrate each other. Let's celebrate every rice. You know what got me with everything. You know what got me with that um, caller is when I heard what people were saying. When I heard the hate. When I saw the news. When I saw the, I'm like, y'all, had, you guys had time to to build this, to put this up here, and you really, this is what you, this is how you really want to go out. And the sad part about it is, they thought they were doing the right thing. They right. really believed. They really, the sad part, they really believed that people are trying to take away their guns, take away. Their, when when the president said, if you don't vote for me or whatever. Your your suburban community, he led them to believe this stuff. They was afraid of their community. And not, and then to go from that to a, a person bringing a gun in the Capitol after all of that, that part right <laughs> there is what gets me. <laughs> it's like, are, why are you listening and believing this stuff? Thank God for the Capitol Police officer that was killed. Thank God for his family. I bless him like no other. So we're going to move on from that because that's really, really, well, really it's, it's going to bring about change. See, because if you think about we just celebrated Martin Luther King's birthday. You know, we look at a lot of civil rights leaders. We look at, a, you know, a lot of individuals. Like I'm talking about Hank Aaron and, you know, and all these individuals that have paved the way for others to be able to do things, creating diversity. You know, people talk about Hillary Clinton, but if there was no Hillary Clinton, we probably wouldn't have a first female, you know, vice president and all the other accolades that goes along with that. People have paved the way so that they can open up doors for other people. So we have to give them credit, too, because diversity is not a bad thing. We need to look at the character of the person, not just because of the color of their skin or what they believe. Or, you know, I just, I don't know. I, I wasn't raised. My mother would always told me, I, I consider the source. Where is this coming from? You know, so when we start talking about the different types of diversity, 
we have internal, external, organizational, and worldview. And you should aim to represent all of them, all of them. You know, what's going on internally, inside of you? What's going on within your home? What's going on within your community? What's going on around your world, in your, outside of your community? Like we talked about, politics, health care, the judicial system. There, people are, things are changing. Things are changing. So I want to thank you, caller, for joining me today at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. I um, was thinking about a topic for tomorrow, but I guess we could talk about reject hate because some individuals have strong opinions about things, but yet they say that they're believers. People say, well, they're Catholic, they're Christian, they're this, they're that. But we also are still seeing so much hate. Can we get back to loving one another? I'm not saying everything's going to be peachy cream, but we got to go back to the word. I, I, I love what you're saying right now, but guess what? We don't forget. Just because you don't have to forget, but you change the perspective of things. You know, a lot of individuals have done me so wrong and done me so dirty, but I just know who, as long as I know who you are, I got a choice of whether I want to deal with you or not. I'm not going to hate you. You know, one of the topics that I came up with, first I said with J.K., and then my other topic, it's funny you said that, it was forgive them for they not know what they do. Some people just don't know no better. <laughs> that was my other one. He said, God help us as we not know what we're doing. <laughs> so it's going to be one or the other, but we're going to talk about that. Because some people just don't know no better. I will have compassion for an individual before I just, I, I can't find it in my, to just want to hate somebody because that makes me just as bad as they are. It's too much energy. I ain't got time for that. I'm not going to give you my power by me talking about how much I don't like you because the more I bring you up, it's apparently there's some kind of feeling about it. I'll, I'll, I, you, you're not that important to me if I got to dislike you like that. So I'm going to think about this, meditate on this. It's going to be one or the other. But, again, thank you for joining me here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio, Carter. Let me eat my breakfast, or shall I say my brunch, and I will talk to you later. Thank you for joining me. appreciate you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye.